Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood, and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. One of the biggest impacts of uh, the pandemic is in the area of education. Especially in the Philippines, the uh, practice of uh, attending school was totally transformed 180 degrees. Currently, face-to-face classes are uh, prohibited and uh, education services are now via online classes. Private schools started their school year even during the strict quarantine periods purely via online classes. Public schools, on the other hand, decided on a um, few postponements. And uh, as of this recording, school year uh, for public schools is uh, set to start in a few days. Similarly, um, government schools uh, resorted to alternative modes of uh, teaching such as uh, Online classes as well, uh, radio and or television frequency, or uh, in the use of modules. Everyone is um, unsure how things will turn up in uh, the coming months as the country is uh, resorting to this alternative modes uh, of uh, teaching on a larger scale. And uh, of course, there is uh, homeschool. Well, uh, nothing much changed for uh, homeschool families. Education at home is uh, education is at home. So um, basically, it is just the same even before the pandemic. If uh, there is uh, maybe an activity that was affected in our homeschooling practice, that would be the conduct of field trips and outdoor sports with other kids, other families. Unless you are like us who uh, utilized every inch of our front yard to put up some sort of uh, mini structures for our sports activities. Uh, In the case of my family, we place a uh, small uh, basketball court and uh, boxing area in our front yard. Just, Just mini structures, you know, talking about being creative. I believe, though, that the most challenged at this time are parents who shifted their children from traditional school to homeschool. These are uh, parents who transferred their children from uh, maybe I can say, quote-unquote, big, private, or public schools to the homeschooling system. Big in the sense that um, there are a number of students in one class sharing the same facility and under the same teacher as opposed to homeschooling where uh, it is basically one-on-one or uh, a parent to uh, several children uh, of varying levels. So one-on-one tutorial type of uh, teaching wherein the parents are the instructors. Parents who undertook this major change in the education of their children are uh, mostly uh, having a difficult time adjusting to a new system, to this new system. Well, I totally understand it. For one, um, homeschooling system is different from traditional system. 
there may be similarities in the coverage or and in even content over a number of academic subjects. However, the approach of the two systems differ for, from each other in a number of areas. I believe this can be a subject of a different discussion, but the point is homeschooling is essentially different from traditional schools. The approach, the method, method and uh, even the culture are uh, different between these two systems. I can uh, personally attest to this from experience, apparently. Um, for one, I am a product of traditional school while my kids are currently and from the start are being homeschooled. I have to tell you that uh, we really struggled for the first two years to think that our kids um, did not transfer from traditional school. Their first taste of an uh, educational system, a formal education of formal education is in a uh, homeschooling environment so i understand parents who shifted their their kids to a homeschooling environment uh, and this parent struggles struggles even more i get it and i can just uh, imagine uh, the adjustments that they are undertaking at this time I get it, and um, and uh, I I know that most of them I would suppose are like us, working parents. Well, uh, just on a side note, we did a six-part video series on how to juggle homeschooling even while the parents are working, and uh, which we posted uh, in our YouTube account. Uh, I'll see if I could have a, a, a have at least give a brief discussion over that topic in the coming episodes. So going back to the families who are now embarking on a homeschooling journey, I know that the parents can truly say that the quote-unquote, as they say, the struggle is real. I believe that um, most of them were surprised to see the study habits and the learning behaviors of their children, not only up close and uh, personal for a time being, but to see them all throughout their study day. And uh, maybe most parents uh, were surprised to uh, and, and caught off guard as they become um, clueless, uh, not only how to teach their children, but what to teach them. I mean, this is totally different from just dropping them off or picking them up from school. Uh, maybe for most of them, the only exposure that they have with respect to the study practices of their children is when the children um, are doing their homework. But assisting them in their homework is entirely different from preparing the lessons and teaching them to your children. Not to mention that you have to grade their performances objectively and without any biases. Being clueless of how to teach your children and what to teach them are the most common concerns of um, many parents. And uh, these parents who, um, uh, basic, who are basically new to homeschooling <laughs> um, do not maybe do not know what to do at this time. So for this episode, I will be speaking a little bit, just a little bit on the subject of what to teach our children. Whether, but whether they are a homeschooler or a uh, traditional schooler, if, if there's such a term. 
I have to consider this as a primary behavior that we must uh, teach our children before anything else. Now, I have nothing against academics. I, I do teach academic subjects to my children. I have nothing against um, honing the skills of our children. And as a matter of fact, um, I engage my children on extracurricular activities, so to speak. But I believe this is the uh, mistake of many parents. Uh, they are so into developing their children towards academic excellence or uh, excellence in a particular sports, art, or skill. Um, and I even know of some parents who are pressured to push their children to learn how to read and write as early as three years old, even enrolling them to school already at that very young and tender age. However, I am totally convinced that we, before we focus over these things, before we become too consumed leading our children towards academic excellence or uh, preparing them to be the next big thing in the field of sports or music, there is one thing that parents must train their children to do. Parents, listen to this. Uh, you must train your children to learn obedience. Teach and train your children to obey. Obedience to God and obedience to us parents uh, must be the manifest behavior of uh, our children. No matter how, listen to this, no matter how excellent your children are academically, no matter how talented they may be, no matter how good they are in a certain skill or ability, if they do not know how to obey, then all their abilities are meaningless. And uh, I have to be strong on this. It is not as simple as, you know, following instructions in their assignments or lessons. Obedience requires acknowledgement of an authority. The authority of God as a whole and the authority of their respective parents in a family environment. Obedience of our children must be important to us. You see, I would rather have an average child, academic-wise, yet obedient, than an intelligent child and a skillful child who does not know how to obey. Of course, if I can have both, then it would be better. But the point is, before anything else, aside of course from knowing God, our children must learn and must be trained to become obedient. If there's something that we must teach our children about that must precede academics, that would be teaching them how to obey. I would like to just bring you for a while to this verse. In Ephesians 6, Paul says this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. Um, open and close parenthesis. This is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. We can see here a parallel and a related concept to obedience, and that is the word honor. And uh, Paul mentioned the word honor here by citing one of the commandments in the 
Ten Commandments He gave to Moses at Mount Sinai. That is, honor your father and mother, and open and close parenthesis, this is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you that you may live long in the land. Honoring one's father and mother is the first commandment with a promise. And uh, this sounds <laughs> very important, right? As I've said, the concept of honor is uh, related to obedience. And uh, this was evident in the exhortation of Paul. As he instructed children to obey their parents, the reminder was that the obedience was in the Lord. How is it that obedience is in the Lord? Because God commands children to honor their parents. What can we learn here? We can learn that honoring the parents is the premise. Obedience is the result. Honoring is uh, an attitude of the heart, while obedience is, an, is the outflow, a manifestation, an evidence that children indeed honor their parents. Honoring is internal. Obedience is external. Teaching your children about God is vital to training them towards obedience. For one, obedience absent any appreciation of honoring the parents may lead to rebellion in the long run. Genuine obedience can only be achieved by an, under by an understanding that it is done out of love for God and with the objective of wanting to honor the parents. Similarly, to merely say that Quote-unquote, I honor my parents without any manifestation of obedience must cast doubt on the authenticity of the statement. Parents must be able to credibly and authoritatively tell their children that before anything else, they must obey. There is simply no substitute for the character and behavior of obedience. No amount of medals, recognition, or accolades can take the place of obedience in the character of your child. We now live at a time where independency is being breed in the children at the young age. Now, I, I have nothing against raising independent children. I believe it is even one of the objectives of uh, why we homeschool our kids. We desire that they become independent learners. But here's, here's the thing. Independency must not sacrifice and compromise obedience. While it is good that our children will become independent in a lot of areas, it does not mean that they now have a license to disobey their parents since uh, they are capable of doing some things on their own. Or, or because they are capable of doing some things on their own. Especially if you have a young child. You see, you see one of the trade-offs, if we are not cautious, is that empowered children uh, may lead them to a sense of annoyance to structures and commands. That is basically the problem of a spoiled kid. <laughs> Someone who gets everything that he or she wants without regard to rules. Someone who will try everything, even to the point of, quote-unquote, manipulating their parents. Yes, kids can manipulate us parents. All they have to do is to whine and cry, and the next thing you'll see is a parent anxiously 
pacifying the child by giving what the child wants, which is not necessarily what the child needs. Children needs to know rules and they have to know it by heart. As they are growing up, being exposed to rules will be their life. Everywhere they go, rules are inescapable. They have to learn how to abide by those rules instead of letting them do whatever they want. Giving them freedom on a number of aspects uh, in their lives does not mean they are allowed to violate clear and established rules. And uh, the thing is, some of these rules reflect life issues such as morality, spirituality, and uh, relationship with others. And uh, training our children to become obedient uh, begins from childhood, not during the teenage years. <laughs> okay, I think this is also one of the mistakes of uh, many parents. They fail to either intentionally or unintentionally address the disobedient behavior of their young children. Parents think it is normal that disobe- the disobedient behavior of their children since they are cute and uh, cute little toddlers or babies. Here is a typical story. Uh, the parents uh, give whatever the child wants. Spoil that child, pamper that child, refuse to impose discipline. The parents do not set rules because they think that the child is too young to understand. They look at discipline as harsh and violent. Just let them be, says the parent. Anyway, uh, they excel in their schools. Anyway, they have this recognition, this medal, this star. So it's okay. It's, it, it is manageable. My child is growing up the right way. Let the school impose and enforce rules. My role is to provide a comfortable life to my child, uh, for my child, and anything that serves as an interference to that comfort must be automatically stricken out of the parenting list. And what do you have? This is the result. You are now nurturing a spoiled child and it will be full of regrets later on. And so once that spoiled child reached the teenage years, the parents all of a sudden imposed these rules, all sorts of prohibitions. The child now who is uh, now a teenager uh, will uh, have his first taste of an exposure to what rules are. But his mental, emotional, and even physical state or condition um Tell him that he has a certain degree of power and freedom. And because these rules, the rules inconvenience him and um, prevent him from doing the things as he pleased, he will repulse these rules. And because the teenager refused to follow the rules for the reason cited, the parents will now impose discipline for the first time. The child will be grounded at home. He must stay at his room. He cannot talk to his friends. Worst case, um, if he continues to defy uh, the, the rules, uh, the discipline approaches, the parents will be, forced to inf- uh, will be forced to inflict physical discipline to the now grown-up child. Heart-to-heart talk finds it difficult to have its way in the conversation between the teenager and the parents because 
there was no formal instruction about God and no wisdom was imparted from His Word as the child is growing up. Hence, all sorts of discipline is perceived by the teenager as a threat to his freedom. And the next thing you'll see is a rebellious individual. This type of story can be averted if the child was trained in obedience, was trained in obedience. The story could have been different if the child was taught about God, which will eventually lead that child to a position where he or she will honor the parents. You see, to expect children to truly and genuinely honor us apart from God's word is improbable. To train children towards authentic obedience without formal instruction is impossible. Yes, it, it, it may be possible to affect and correct the behavior of our children every once in a while. But such behavior will not have any anchor. And we all know that a structure without a foundation will not last long. At a, at a certain point, it will crumble. We may see good behavior from our children at times without formal instruction. Yes, it is possible. But the question is, for how long would that behavior last? We can correct behaviors of our child at times without formal instruction. But how about if we are not there to correct it? Would they have the conviction to determine what is right from wrong in the exercise of their own discretion? Before anything else, obey. Teach your children to honor God and they will honor you. Train them towards obedience that is in the Lord and they will be obedient for the rest of their lives. It will not be a perfect journey for them, but the instruction from God's word will serve as their anchor as they go through life. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time. Thank you.